Language for Beginners by Karen Harrington, published by Scholastic, chapters 29 and 30. Here is a girl missing her friend. Wish I could talk to you, I texted. We need to do this project. I gave you supplies, Ani replied. A picture of the Alamo and popsicle sticks, I said. Yeah, he replied. Like I couldn't get that on my own, I told him. I have basketball, he said. I have stuff too, I replied. Just do it, it's easy, he said. Dork, I told him. Your dad, he asked. Better, but not home yet, I replied. Are you still there, I asked him. Yeah, he said. Don't know what to say. Me neither, I replied. Did you see that movie Creatures, he asked. Oh yeah, I go to the movies all the time, I said. Chapter 30. Here is a girl who may have hidden, have more hidden genius than she realizes. It's a chilly morning. The sun is just barely breaking through the thick blanket of clouds. It's like it doesn't want to get up. I want to say, hey son, I feel the same way, but we both have to get up. I make mama fresh coffee because I went to the store two times over the weekend. There's only so much you can fit into a backpack, and you don't really want it to be obvious that you're carrying toilet paper. We are stocked with bologna, tuna, macaroni and cheese in a box, and bananas. I swear to you that for as long as I live, I will never take a banana for granted again. Seriously, a banana will never go rotten on my watch. So after the coffee gets going and Laura has had her breakfast, I manage to put my Texas history project into a supersized trash bag. Mama calls down the hall. Bye, Misty. I wish she would get up and close the door behind me. She figures I will lock it myself, I guess. Click. I walk to the bus stop. What's that? Rama's scarf is aquamarine. School project. Sit next to me, I tell her. Don't I always, she says. Well, yeah, but I need you to cover me so that this doesn't get messed up, I say. Consider yourself covered, she says. Ramakan. Now, I'm not saying I want to copycat Ani Gomez and change my appearance and actions all at once, although I have been considering a makeover. I just figure that ever since that tree branch snapped, change has been forcing its way into my life. It's time to make friends with it, do something on the outside that matches how I feel on the inside. For all I know, that is how Ani decided to buy his first hat. So as I was completing the Alamo project with those popsicle sticks, old pieces of cardboard, and mama's pants or paints i asked myself if anything about this assignment could reflect a girl who was embracing change when you ask yourself this kind of question be prepared for an avalanche of possibilities it was a bit awkward carrying the project down to mr overstreet's room before the homeroom bell rang but i did it now i sit in the homeroom class with a secret smile on my face closed mouth of course because at least the project is finished and spectacularly original no one will forget my alamo i sit through announcements smiling orange rice with chicken the girl batted away her memories of poultry humiliation and shame who wants to enter the science contest grab a flyer with all the details there are great prizes this year the girl thought this was the school administration's subtle way of encouraging non-geeks to enter. It's Bart Bartson's birthday today. The girl thought Bart Bartson's parents lacked offspring main creativity on a rather colossal scale. Math, 
Let's talk parallel lines today, Mr. Red announces. I don't know about you, but I see them everywhere. They're fascinating, he said. The girl thought Mr. Red's exuberance over math was admirable, but not contagious. Lunch. At lunch, I'm too nervous to eat. I chew on a stick of wintergreen gum. Did you know gum is really just a form of synthetic rubber or polymer and was first sold in the 1860s, Wayne asks. No, I didn't know that, I say. How's the poetry block going? Man, this poem we have to work out has a star in it, he says. You know, when you wish upon a star, the star is already dead and your wish is really a few million light years away, Wayne says. You know, you truly are unforgettable, Wayne, I say. Hey, thanks for the compliment, he says. She doesn't mean unforgettable in the positive sense, Rama adds. Well, I'm taking it in a positive way, whether you meant it or not, Wayne responds. Texas history. The quality of Alamo replicas in the classroom ranges from my dog could do that to wow, I think your parents did that, but not the Misty and Ani project. On the outside, my project doesn't look like the Alamo at all. In fact, it looks curiously like the glass and metal pyramid that serves as a grand entrance to the Louvre Museum in Paris. It's not perfect. I think the dimensions are pretty good. The color is a pale yellow okra painted over pizza box cardboard. I super glued more than 100 black bobby pins all across the sides to replicate the 603 rhombus-shaped and 70 triangular glass segments of the actual pyramid. If only Mr. Red was here to witness how much math I used in this project. When the sun hits the metal, it actually looks cool. Uh, Miss Murphy and Mr. Gomez, please come up to my desk and explain why there is a replica of the Louvre Museum in my Texas history classroom, Miss Overst Overstreet asks. I walk up to her desk. There was one fr French settlers in Texas. Go on, Mr. Overstreet says. So I do. It happened in 1685 under the command of King Louis XIV. The crew was supposed to set up a fort somewhere in Louisiana, but because of a navigational error, they landed in East Texas instead. Once they realized their error, they made the best of it, I say. Ani stands there with his hands in his pockets and his stupid mouth hanging open. Miss Overstreet wraps her fingers on her desk. Her diamond wedding ring is in the shape of the Lone Star State. Man, she found the one right guy to marry, I guess. When you had to do a project alone, you might as well do like the French and make the best of it. So I made something I'd like to have in my room, I reply. You realize that not doing the assignment in an appropriate manner will result in a bad grade, Miss Overstreet says. A zero. And that's for both of you. Here is a girl who believed her Parisian emblem was perfect in all ways, both as a project and a reminder that smart girls can get back at dumb boys in interesting ways. I take my seat. The Louvre Museum model draws a crowd of admiration. I soak it up like the imaginary fancy French perfume that it is. Parfait. Sometimes doing the unexpected is the exact right thing to do. When done with the proper amount of planning and hope, I wait until the class is over and everyone walks out before I make my move. Is there something you want to talk about, Misty? Miss Overstreet asks. We. Oui. That is French for yes, I say. I know it is, she says. Very carefully, I lift up, lift up the pyramid-shaped model. Voila, there is my project underneath. Just so you know, I remembered the Alamo, Miss Overstreet. So I see, she replies in surprise. 
And why did you disguise one of the Lone Star State's greatest historical sites? She asks. I didn't want my so-called partner to see this. It's sort of a joke, I tell her. Well, your education is not a joke, Misty, she says. I know, it won't happen again, I say. I'm still not certain you did the assignment correctly, she says. I'll have to think about this. I put the lube back on top of the Alamo. It's a perfect fit. The bus line. After school, the cheer squad paints posters outside near the bus line. So Annie and his henchmen throw paper into my hair. I bite the inside of my mouth to keep from saying anything. Do you have birds living in that nest? Well, one of Annie's henchmen says. That is their biggest cut down to me, about my hair. They are utterly unoriginal. I use my voice, my greatest weapon after all, and I pretend I'm girl who draws tortoises as I shout, yes, angry birds, get away. Weirdo, they say. So I walk home with Rama in the cool afternoon. You are weird, Rama says. I don't mind it coming from her though. I'll take that as a compliment, I say. Well, that's sort of how I meant it, she says. But Misty Murphy, by Misty Murphy standards, the day was pretty great. Of course, I don't know if I will get a decent grade in Texas history, but I'm sure it won't be a zero. The main thing is that Amigo, Ani Gomez thinks he got a zero right now. Zing, don't mess with me. Rama even applauded me for getting back at Ani in an intellectual way. And then the walk home was crisp and cool and problem free. Double zing. But that's the thing about life. You sort of get one area of your life zinging along and then you have to look at those other areas that aren't so smooth. Because <coughs> I'd completely forgotten that Halloween is this week. Tomorrow, in fact. Tomorrow is Halloween. According to our calendar, magical things are supposed to happen tomorrow. Magical things that will cure Dad's head and put 4520 Fargo Drive back at square one. Food, shopping, groceries, ice cream, long pants, riding in the green Toyota, and Mama out of her cold midnight blue. Guess how I'm feeling today, Funk. According to our calendar, this was going to happen. According to our calendar. That's the end of chapter 30.